Good morning and welcome to our daily uh, word and prayer. This is Tuesday morning, March 2nd. A special welcome to anyone who's joining us for the first time today, and we're glad you're along. Uh, I hope you will really enjoy this. We're developing a nice community here of people who are regular, and I hope, and as I promised them, be here every day, week after day after day, week after week, and in several months, you'll be surprised how much the daily input of your of the Word of God into your life, and of the Scripture, not only the Scriptures, but of praying over the Scriptures, will make a difference in your life. I, it's, my promise doesn't mean much. I think God promises that, and so I hope you're along with us for this great journey. I'd like to also just make a little announcement this morning. You know, our, our Israel trip registration is open, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping some of the people here that we, that even on this um, daily live stream, that I, some of you that I, old friends that I haven't seen in a while, or others that are new that I haven't you know, really met yet, this would be a great opportunity for us to have some in-person fellowship together. We will be going to Israel next February. It's a nine-day trip. It's, it'll be my fourth trip to Israel. And we really work very, very hard to make this an excellent trip. There are lots of different companies that go there. Some of them charge outrageous fees. Uh, we think ours is very reasonable. And it's uh, in, the, in the middle kind of fee-wise. But more important than that, we've said we want to give the best trip to Israel. That's our goal, to give the best trip to Israel. We help every. We go to about 70 locations. We, we go where our focus is the life of Jesus. When you're in Israel, you can focus on Old Testament events. You can, other groups focus on modern-day Israel and the political situation. Our focus is on the life of Jesus. We touch on the other two areas. We don't ignore them, but our focus is going to where Jesus walked, where he taught, where he did his miracles uh, in Galilee, Jerusalem. And our goal is that we learn a tremendous amount about the life of Christ right there on location. And we, we hope that every day there are experiences that you will never forget. And, um, and that's what we've been able to achieve so far. We trust the Holy Spirit will continue to bless this trip. But if you'd like more information, go to our my website, TomThePreacher.com. Click on the Israel icon in the top right, and you can read about the trip. And then if you register, does not commit you to going. Registering just gets you on our, our uh, communication list so we can answer any questions you have. Uh, talk about anything that you want to know, but also that we periodically send out reminders, deadlines uh, for registration and so on, to, uh, de- deadlines to sign up to make sure you're coming as well. And, and as the trip fills up, we expect the trip will fill up. We bring about, last time we went, we had 42 people. We, we want to combine to, we want to keep the group small enough that we're personal. Uh, some some of these trips to Israel have hundreds of people on them. You go with some celebrity preacher or something, and there's two, three, four, five hundred people on the trip, and it's kind of a, as I've understood, kind of a mob scene. We keep ours personal. We're all in one bus and a luxury, luxury motor coach, and we we spend a lot of time together and meals uh, on the bus, traveling, going to the locations. It's a very personal time. We we develop a real family spirit. So I hope some of you will consider joining. It's, it is a trip of a lifetime, and um, I think you'd really enjoy it. Let's get on with today's message, okay? We're in 1 Peter, 
And, and of course, the theme of 1 Peter here has been, as you know, trials, suffering. They were under persecution. They were being accused by Nero of, a, of being seditious, of being against Rome. Um, they, were, they were being marginalized at best, suffering at worst, persecution. And 1 Peter has a lot to do with how do you live in such an environment. In, we've just talked about the church now. We've been through, you know, how do you relate to the government? How do you relate in the family life? How do you relate to your employer? How do you relate yesterday in the church? And here he just simply says one verse we want to look at today, and that's verse 7. He's uh, casting all your anxiety upon him because he cares for you. Or as one translation says it, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you for you. What a, what a great thing we have as Christians. You know, not all religions have a God who cares about us. I don't know if you realize this, but many of the religions of the world, billions of people out there follow religions where God doesn't love them. Um, in Islam, the second largest religion of the world next to Christianity, God is not a God of love. God's a, he's a, he's a master. We're his slaves. And uh, he's, he's, the, he's the king. And he doesn't really care personally about us. We are just to submit to him. Hinduism has all kinds of gods. Do any of them love you? Not that I know of. They're scary. They're, you, you, you live in this fear. And, and, and not a, what we talk about in Christians, a reverence of God. But you're scared of these gods because they can hurt you. In Christianity... We have a God who came near, God, a God who demonstrated love for us. And more than that, a God who demonstrates love in a personal way. What's the very first thing Jesus taught us at how to address God? He says we're to call him our Father. This personal term for God is very unusual in the world's religions. I don't know if you realize this. We have something, or we have a God who wants us to approach him in a personal way, as our father. Paul said we should call him Abba Father. That's the term like daddy, papa, that we should be calling God. He is a God who cares for us. We know he demonstrated this in, in the incarnation. When Jesus came to earth, he, instead of just being a God who's like way, way out there, transcendent would be the theological term, way off in the distance somewhere in the heavenly throne, he came near to us. He walked among us. He experienced life as we know. Jesus had the same challenges we have. Is he hungry? Uh, relationships? Food? Shelter? Money? How are you going to get along? He lived in the same world we live in. You know, as we think of God way out, you know, on his throne, is he worried about food? Is he worried about you know, where's the, where's the bills, how the bill's going to get paid? Is he worried about, uh, you know, the things that concern us? Well, we saw that when he came near, Jesus came near, we saw that he faced the same challenges you and I face. We know God loves us through the cross. Romans 5 eight. God demonstrates his own love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so we see that our God is a God of love. In Romans 
8, verse 31, we, we read, if God is for us, who can be against us? And we see that not only does our God care about us, but he's for us. Now, the problem here in Peter, 1 Peter, and in the time of persecution, it may have been easy to think otherwise. I mean, they're suffering. Life isn't going well. They're uh, being persecuted. They probably had lost economically or financially. They had probably lost money and possessions. In Hebrews, it talks about how their property had been seized. They may have been canceled by by friends who, uh, f- by former friends or relatives who have now turned against them. They may have been in a very difficult situation, and it might have felt like, well, God, what do I do in this? And Peter reminds us that in the midst of this suffering, our faith can be tested and can be proven, and that this proven faith, this, a, a faith that just didn't just proclaim it, but was put to the test and passed the test and therefore became a proven faith would result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus comes back. And we're told that to the degree we suffer with Christ, to that degree we will rejoice with him when he comes back. And so we're to fix our hope upon him. And so these are things that Paul has been, or excuse me, Peter has been stressing throughout this book and reminding us that our faith is more precious than gold. It is imperishable. The rewards we have in heaven aren't going to rust away or or be stolen. They're imperishable. They are there, reserved in heaven for us. Still, what about the earthly cares? What about the earthly anxieties? And Peter addresses these as he's bringing this book to a conclusion. He's, He's addressing this thought, okay, well, well, what about all the things that worry me here on earth? And so he simply says, as humble people, he simply says, cast all your anxieties, all your worries, all your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. Well, how do we do this? Obviously, it's a matter of prayer and it's a matter of trust. You know, Lord, I want to cast these. I want to trust you with these things that, that worry me. I cast them upon you. I give them to you. We give them to God with a spirit of faith. We give them to God with a spirit of humility. And we give them to God in a spirit of thankfulness. Faith that nothing is bigger than uh, God. No problem that we face could be bigger than our God. No enemy, no opposition, no struggle, no trial, no issue is bigger than our God. Humility in that we realize, okay, I'm, I'm helpless in this. I'm, there's nothing I can do. About it. I'm, I've gotten to the place where I can't do it. Uh, it's beyond me. I try my hardest, but God, I've got to give this to you. I've got to cast this upon you because it seems like it's out of my hands. And uh, thankfulness, a reminder that God cares for us, a reminder that God sees, a reminder that God is involved. And so today I'd like to just spend some time and we're going to pray as we pray for um, areas that that we want to care that we want to cast our anxieties. We're going to pray for five areas, and there may be some time during this that I have a period of silence and allow you to pray. I know we we don't normally do this, and I hope you know being YouTube they say any dead space people just turn you off. So don't. If I leave a, a few seconds for you to pray. I want to ask you to do it, whether you pray out loud or silently, or some of you I know are with others, you might want to pray with someone. 
For instance, as we pray for family, there might be a family member you want to pray for. As we pray for health, there might be a specific health issue you might pray for. So I'm going to, I'm going to lead us in prayer, and there will be a couple of times during this where I'm going to allow you to pray and, uh, and bring your specific cares, anxieties, worries, people, situations to God specifically. Okay, this, <clears throat> excuse me, this is what we want to do. We want to obey this verse today. We want to obey this verse, casting all your anxieties on the Lord, upon him, because he cares for you. And so I'll lead, and during those times of prayer, uh, you go ahead and, and pray if you would. God, we thank you that we can come to you as Father. We thank you that Jesus made a way for us to come to the Almighty God as our Abba, our Father, our the one who cares about us. What an amazing thing. Father, you run the whole universe. You are king of the universe. You're creator of the entire universe. You hold it together by your word. You 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 manage this and you Lord, there's there's seven billion plus people on this planet. And yet you promise that you care for us. And for this, we're so grateful. And Lord, we, we start by thanking you this morning for this because we know many don't have this. Many don't know God. They don't know of your love. They don't know of your personal compassion for them. And how we pray today, Father, in Jesus' name, with gratitude, thanking Jesus Christ, you made a way. You reconciled us. You brought us to the Father. You took away our sin. You put us in the path of life. You transferred us from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of the beloved Son. We thank you that we bring our request today to a God to whom nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Thank you that we, we, we're not coming to a weak God. We're not praying to a stone or a, or a tree or a or an idol of any sort. We're not praying to some carving or something we've imagined in our own minds. We're praying to the one who's clearly defined and shown him, defined in the scripture, revealed in the scripture, revealed in the creation, the living God. And so today, Lord, we bring you our anxieties, our cares. We start today, Lord, we want to pray for our family. And I think, Lord, if today, Lord, I think of anyone who has a family member who's gone astray, a family member who's alienated, a family member who's, who's uh, angry at us, a family member who is, uh, who, who's in trouble, who's in trouble. They're being caught by the devil, this roaring lion who seeks to devour people. They've gone astray. And Father, right now, we just want to pray for them. We want to pray that in the name of Jesus, you'd protect them, you would open their eyes, you would bring them back to yourself, you would, you would uh, deliver them from the chains that the evil one has ensnared them in. And so we pray for them, Lord, right now by name, and I'm going to give you here a few seconds to name them before God. And Lord, we lift these people up to you. 
We thank you for your love for them. And we love them, Lord. We love them. Sometimes they may have hurt us or caused pain or disappointed, but we love them. And they're our own, Lord, often our own flesh and blood, brother, sister, husband, wife, parent, child. We pray, oh God, bring them back to you. We pray, deliver them. Open their eyes. Help them, Lord, to see there's a path back. Help them not to feel they've gone so far wrong that there's no way. Help them to humble themselves under the mighty hand of God. Lord, bring circumstances into their life that show them the path back. Help them have faith where they're, where, where they're doubting. Uh, open their eyes, their ears, their mind, and their heart to you, we pray. In Jesus' name. Lord, we, we cast upon you anxieties today, uh, health anxieties. We thank you that you are the great healer. Lord, we are grateful for modern science and medicine that has helped so many people get better and live healthier lives. But Lord, sometimes uh, that doesn't have the answer. Sometimes uh, science doesn't have the answer, many times. And we know, Lord, our bodies are frail. And we know, Lord, that we're they won't last forever. But we want to bring to you today, Lord, health issues that we have, that are anxieties, pains that we have, diseases we've been diagnosed with, or friends of ours have, loved ones who are ill. Lord, people may even be suffering this coronavirus or cancer or any of these things, Father. We give you these cares. We cast them upon you now. We pray, Father, for your healing hand. We pray for your healing, just a, a flow of your healing to go towards them. We would ask for this. We, we accept your will in our life, Lord, but we would ask for health and good healing and strong bodies that we might serve you uh, faithfully, that we might serve you fervently. Lord, we pray for this. And right now, Lord, we just think of people, and I want to give you a moment to pray and lift up to God anyone who has health concerns and you want to cast those cares upon God. Right now, go ahead and do that. So, Lord, we give you these cares. We give you these anxieties, these worries. And we thank you that you're the Lord of all, and you're the Lord even of our bodies. Lord, we offer to you our bodies freshly. And we pray for friends who may be ill, Lord. We just, we, again, we pray from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, their, their bodies, our bodies, would be dedicated to you, useful to your service, and that you would protect us and give us good health, strength, vitality, energy, for your work and for your glory. Lord, we pray today for financial concerns. And we think, Lord, of, uh, we want to thank you that we live in a, in a country that's been so prosperous. And yet, Lord, some of us are, are really struggling with financial concerns, financial cares, uh, maybe the loss of job or, or bills that were unexpected. Whatever it is, Lord, I want to pray for each person here that they would just be giving you their concerns, their anxieties about finances. We thank you that you are our provider. It's not our boss. It's not our government. It's not our, our retirement fund. It's not, Lord, you are the provider. Every good gift comes from you. You take care of us. You said if we seek first your kingdom, you would take care of us. And so, Lord, today we come to you. We don't want to be anxious about our money. 
We, we cast this care upon you. We pray, Lord, for any situation, any person here who's struggling. We ask, Lord, you'd bring, uh, bring what we need. Meet, give us this day our daily bread, our daily food, our shelter. Lord, enable us to be faithful. Enable us to meet our obligations. Enable us, Lord, to, to do this, we pray. Bring, bring work to those who need it. Bring uh, new, uh, new contracts to those who need it, Lord. Bring new opportunities to those who need it. We pray for this. We, add, we give you these cares and concerns. Our God will supply all of our needs, and we thank you for this. Provide for us, we pray. Father, we pray today for our churches. And Lord, our churches, many of them are suffering through this pandemic. Many of them, some of them have lost their way, Lord. Some of them I know haven't met now in nearly a year. They haven't even been, they've all been online and there's not been the sweet fellowship and the touching one another, hugging, shaking hands, looking one another in the eye. And Lord, we pray for this. We pray for our churches. Some of our pastors, Lord, have become confused about how to stand in, in, in today's issues and what's going on in our world and they don't know what to say and they don't know they don't know how to do it. Lord, we're concerned. Some of us we're concerned for our churches. We're concerned that our churches not lose their relevance, that our churches not that our churches not fall into a false doctrine or false worldviews or false political ideas. We're concerned about this, Father. We're concerned for our our churches to make it through this pandemic and come out stronger. We're concerned about all these things. We cast these cares upon you, Lord. Watch over our churches. Help them, help them emerge from this pandemic time stronger. Help them to have clear guidance in the, what to do in the midst of these government mandates that, that seem to be infringing and are infringing upon our gathering together to worship you and to learn and to grow, Lord. We pray, Father, for our churches to be to come through this time strong, powerful. We, Lord, we need our churches to be strong. We need our churches to lead the way. We need our pastors to lead the way. We pray they would be. We, we pray for them today. And then, Lord, we pray for our country. Oh, Father, we're so concerned, so concerned with the rise of the socialism, the cancel culture, the, the tyranny, Lord, of... of uh, of government just seeming to all the power now being in the hands of people who, who have a very secular uh, point of view, very secular worldview, who have chosen and demonstrated uh, disrespect for you and your word. Lord, we're concerned for this. We pray, Father, that you would protect our country. We pray, Father, there, that you would protect us from going down the wrong paths. We pray you protect us from harm that would that just the decisions that would just harm multitudes of people. Lord, we pray, we pray that you would. We're concerned about the social issues. We're concerned about this Equality Act that just basically would turn the table against uh, Bible-loving Christians, God-loving people who want to follow the Bible, and would call evil good and good evil. Would exchange light for dark and dark for light. Lord, we pray for this. We're concerned about it. We cast this upon you. We're concerned about the leaders we have. We pray, Lord, you'd give us good leaders. We pray that we pray, Lord, that people don't respect or honor and want to follow you. Thwart their plans, Lord. Don't let their policies get through. And raise up, Lord, godly leaders who will be successful, wise, and courageous. We cast these cares upon you. We pray for our country. We're concerned deeply with the direction. 
We, we believe, Lord, the only solution, the only solution now is to be found in just a, a great turning to you. And this, we pray for this. We pray for a spiritual awakening and revival that would touch our homes, our churches, our government, would touch Hollywood and Wall Street, our places of employment, would touch our universities, our schools, our public schools. Lord, we pray for this. We cast these cares and concerns upon you. And we thank you, Lord, that we have your ear today. We thank you that you hear us. We thank you that you are a God who hears and you are a God who cares. You said, call to me and I will answer you, show you great and mighty things that you do not know. We're calling today, Lord. We've called upon you these areas of concern for our, our families, our health, our finances, our churches, our country. Lord, we pray for these things. We, we're concerned about it. We, we give you these cares and we trust you. We're reminded today, Lord, of the serenity prayer. Father, give us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And so give us that courage today, Lord, to change what we can. And what we can't, we will continue to cast upon you. We will give it to you, Lord, because nothing is impossible for you. So we're not, we're, we're not resigning ourselves. We're not going to be passive about those things we can't change. We're going to bring them to you. And we do. And we thank you that you're a God who hears, a God who sees, and you've heard us. And Lord, you're, you're here every morning. We're here. Every morning we're here together in the word and in prayer. And I thank you. You see it and you know it. We, we are trusting you to, to answer the, our prayers. And we pray these things now in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. Thanks for joining me. God bless you today. We have a great God, don't we? A God who sees, a God who hears, a God who cares. The whole world doesn't have this. We have a great message, and, and the world needs what we have. And so today, if you have opportunity to share that with somebody, look for it. Trust God to open doors for you today. You don't have to push him over. You don't have to slam over. You don't have to have a sledgehammer and knock something down. God will give you opportunities. He will lead you to people if you're aware and alert. And uh, he will do that, I trust. So again, thanks for joining me. If you are new, again, welcome. I hope you hit the subscribe button, the notify button, so you can always know when we're going on with a live stream. And click the like. Leave a comment below. I always like to hear from you. Um, uh, also, don't forget, if you're interested in that Israel trip or if you ever thought about going, check it out. Go there and check it out and, um, and see if you might be something you'd be interested in, okay? God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow morning right here, 8.30 a.m. Have a great day.